How's everybody doing tonight? You doing well tonight? Are you expecting, are you expecting great things to happen tonight? Amen. Or are you excited to learn more about corporate prayer? Amen. You know, I think about the book of Acts and as they were in one accord and they prayed in one, in unity, it said the place was shaken where they, where they were praying. Amen. Amen. I, I believe that prayer is, is the ability and the force in the earth that changes things. And I believe a church unified together praying can cause a whole community to change. So I'm excited to continue to learn, learn this and grow in this. How about you? Amen. Well, Father, we just thank you for an opportunity to gather together tonight. And, and we thank you for Pastor John and Pastor Sharon that as a church body, we are expectant. We are ready. We are like the woman with the issue of blood that touched the hem of garment, expecting to receive something. So, Father, we make a draw and a demand on that gift, on revelation and information, impartation tonight. And we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome, Pastor John Vendixon. Thank you, Justin. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Look at you all coming out here tonight. Sunday night, 6 o'clock, prayer meeting. Wow. Y'all. Y'all the hardcore guys, right? You love Jesus, man. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You like the Afrikaans accents better? As ek met jou in Afrikaans praat, sê jylle niks verstaan nie, net die mense in die voorrij wat sit, hulle sal verstaan wat ek sê. <laughs> what I basically said was, if I talk to you in my language, then only the front people can understand what I'm saying. <laughs> and they all went, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, once again, thank you for having us here. Thank you for allowing us to minister to you. I'm uh, not going to speak very long tonight because we have, uh, and for me, long is two hours, so I'm not going to speak for very long, so that it's about an hour. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to do some praying this evening, and we're going to have a vibrant, exciting, full of energy time of prayer. Praise the Lord. But I do want to say this, that because there is a huge onslaught on the body of Christ, so if I may speak to you as, as someone who carries in my heart the body of Christ at large, so I carry part of the mandate because part of the mandate has come to me from Brother Jerry, and so... I, I have always had a mandate to minister to the whole of Africa. And even when I was in the corporate world, my, my portfolio in, involved opening up, the opening up the commercial opportunities for our company at that time in sub-Saharan Africa. So I was traveling in Africa already um, by the design of God all those years ago. So, but if I look at the if I look at the church as a whole, uh, then I would say that the church is under a huge onslaught, and it's 
it's mostly under an onslaught by cultures and technologies more than anything else. And when the church caves in to culture, and when the church caves in to the technologies of the day and forfeits its power, its authority, its legitimacy to the culture and to the technology, then it loses all value to society. And it doesn't matter how much we try and regain that, it becomes an extremely challenging thing through a social mechanism to change the culture. You understand? So even if you had a really effective social media program, you had a really effective touch the community program here, and you were doing better than almost anybody else in the whole world in touching the community, you would reverse only a very small microcosm of the culture that is just around Fort Worth. At best, probably just Crowley, maybe Hearst, maybe Arlington. Right? Because the culture... Multimedia technology, the culture has so impacted and so feed off each other that it's extremely difficult to do that. So I believe that it's going to require an ecclesia church that is a praying church. And it's the only way that an ecclesia praying church can reverse the cultural trends and reverse technology because prayer works better than a cell phone. Prayer works better than an email. Prayer works better than any other fast connect device because God can talk to your spirit faster than someone can make a cell phone call. And I don't care if they go 5G, 7G, 10G. God's always faster than any G that's out there technology-wise. And he's, he's so good that he doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't have to wait for anybody. He can just go straight to your spirit and bam, he can touch it and fix it. And actually, your cell phone can be switched off next to your bed and asleep, and he can send an angel into your room, and he can fix your whole life in one second because an angel comes into your room. Prayer does that kind of stuff. Prayer creates that kind of stuff. And we need to have a praying ecclesia church, which means a church in order and in governing order, so that it can do the job properly. I'm already preaching really good tonight. Hallelujah. So just for a moment, I want to explain to you, just for a moment, why it's important to have an apostle, and why there is an attack of the church in some quarters to say that the apostolic gift is not relevant anymore, and that there is... You know, evangelistic gift, pastoral gift, those are the main gifts at work, but the apostle is no longer a, a gift that is relevant in the church. Well, the word apostle is a special messenger. And actually, it came from a, 
a, a military term that was essentially used in the admiral, in, in, as admirals would be sent by um, countries that would send fleets of ships to colonies, and they would send a group of people with officers and with military men, and the whole idea was that they would go to different geographic locations with the idea of occupying and bringing the resources after they have occupied back to the country. And so they would send a special messenger, a specially commissioned person with all the authority that was of that same government as a specially sent one that would go to take territory, go and capture resources and return them back to home base. So when the Apostle Paul says that by the grace of God, he became a special messenger, an, an apostle, a specially sent one to the Gentiles. In essence, what he did was, and God orchestrated this exactly in this way. He had, them, he had the apostles praying and fasting, and then the word of the Lord came to them and said, Separate unto me Paul and Barnabas for the work in which I will send them. Right? And so then they fasted and prayed and laid hands on them and they sent them. What were they sending them to do? They were sending them away from the Jews to only ministering to the Jews. They were sending them to the Gentiles with a special message to the Gentiles that Jesus came to save them. So what were they going to do? Take new territory. They were going to go and take new ground that had not yet been captured for Jesus before. And they were going to go and do what was necessary to spread the gospel and invade unoccupied spiritual places before. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. So not every church has, a, has an apostle. Every church should have an apostle. But not every church will have an apostle that's in their church. So you may have a pastor who is the shepherd of the church. He should be connected to an apostle. He should be. Or she should be connected to an apostle. Because having an, an apostle allows your church, your spiritual order to go to places that you can't go. Because you're not called to go there. You're called to the marketplace. You're called to the workplace. You're called to your families. You're called to things. You're called to be at home, being Ecclesia, praying as Ecclesia for the one that's sent. Hallelujah. So it doesn't, it doesn't mean to say that a pastor is less important than an apostle. It means the apostle has got a job of work to do that an, a pastor doesn't do. An apostle has a job of work to do that an evangelist doesn't do. Because an evangelist, his whole mindset is go get people saved, and he doesn't really matter about anything else. Get them saved, get them saved. An apostle says, I need an infrastructure in place in that country. I need to set order, governance, structures, order things in place so that people can continue to be discipled and grow. And so part of the tools that an apostle will have is he'll have an evangelist that will work with him. He'll have teachers that work with him. He'll have, he'll have exhorters and organizers that will work with him. He'll have different gifts, gifts work with him so that when he goes and he takes unoccupied territory, that he goes and invades that space and leaves a footprint there. He doesn't just go there and go out. 
That's the difference between an evangelist missionary sent one and an apostolic sent one. Hallelujah. So, I would not like to leave you with the impression that a pastor or or a teacher or an evangelist automatically graduates to come become an apostle. No. You need to have a gift that God will see to it that you shepherd God's people. Because that's the primary thing, that you have the heart of a shepherd. Remember what Jesus said to Peter, do you love my sheep? I do, Lord. Feed my sheep. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Right? So, first of all, anybody that's going to do any work has got to have a shepherd mentality. Whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a teacher, whether you're whatever you are, you've got to have a shepherding mentality. But there are some people that God has wired and called to do certain things for him. And they, he gives them the grace to do it. And where some people want to say, well, I'm an apostle. Um, if you're not, you don't want to be. Because the enemy will eat you for breakfast. Because with an apostle comes a level of God-given authority to go and take territory that other people can't do. You know, having lived, uh, lived in Africa and grown up in Africa, I, I have a better understanding than most that when Brother Jerry went to Kenya in Africa and stayed in a bush in a hut that had no windows and no doors and, and he had uh, witchcraft people trying to put spells on him and snakes and different things and stuff. You know, if you're not called to that... <laughs> And so let me just say to you, besides the natural discomfort that you might feel, that's the least of it. The spiritual warfare that you have to fight in your mind and in the, sometimes against your body when you're in that circumstance, if you don't have the grace and the power of God working in you to fight that, you don't want to be called apostle. And it's like everybody's going around in the world today, I'm apostle so-and-so and I'm apostle so That's such a lot of garbage. Anyway, moving along. (laughs) Hallelujah. I thank God that he gave us Brother Jerry. And I thank God that God has given us Brother Jerry with the grace to do what he's doing. It's a rare thing. I lost my place here. My finger was too quick. That's the thing about having a digital thing here, you know. You see, if you press the wrong button, it takes you places that you too quickly. In your book. Oh, so that's what it is now. Now it's, now it's, okay. Okay, here I am. Didn't take me that long. I saw you flicking through the pages here today. You just wanted to help me. Okay, baby. 
don't want to be too long about this. I just want to say a few things. Those who have an apostolic call on their lives serve God on the frontiers of the kingdom of God, facing challenges and difficulties beyond what others may encounter. For these individuals to make significant inroads into the enemy's territory, miracles, undeniable moments when God's power intervenes in the natural course of events is required. One thing is for sure, apostolic authority is always relational. Apostolic authority is never organizational. If you see people having strong organizational skills and they govern an organization, that doesn't make them apostolic. It just makes them very good administrators. But if you're genuinely called to an apostle, as an apostle, you will always be relational. Because fundamentally, you know, as in your calling, you can't get the job done without other people. Without other gifts and other callings that you need to draw on. I mean, Brother Jerry knows he couldn't get the job done without Justin and Annette being here as pastors in the church. Right? He, he knows he couldn't get the job done without Joe and Joyce and what they bring to him and Miss Carolyn in terms of the relationship of standing by them and working with them and, and being able to go to places where he can't go all the time. And as others are, are part of that program and part of that function, he knows that and that's relational. I dare say I'm here because of relationship with him and with, with Justin and Annette. Apostolic ministry is geographical and territorial. So apostles are not called to the whole world. They're called to a community of people. Although spectacular revelation is indeed a facet of genuine apostolic ministry, the fulfillment of the apostles' call is based on relationships, not just spectacular revelations. As the false prophets claim to possess... For instance, although Paul was universally respected in the early church as an apostle, he was not an apostle to every first century believer. He was an apostle only to those with whom he had apostolic relationship. Churches in other cities and regions acknowledged Paul's apostleship, but he was not their apostle. Again, this comes to the point of Ecclesia. If you're called to rule and to govern on behalf of Jesus, on behalf of the Lord, in a certain area, then that's what your mandate is. And if the church functions in its mandate, it will do its job. And it will get the job done. Hallelujah. Uh, I want, I, I dare say, it's just come to me now, that there's been a grand victory for the whole world that President Donald Trump exercised his authority and sent a special forces team to go and take out probably the world's most wanted terrorist. Right? I would call that SEAL team or that special services team an apostolic team. Because they took the mandate and the authority of the commander-in-chief And they went into territory that was occupied by other forces and other evil forces that would do harm. And they went in there and they blew the heck out of them. 
and took all of their skill, all of their resources, all of their training, all of their ability, all of their willingness, and they went in there and they say, we're going to take you out so you can't harm the body of Christ anymore. Being the whole world, actually, but if you take the analogy, sometimes it requires people to go in and say, I need to take this thing out because it's affecting everybody. Without an ecclesia, you can't get that job done. Without an apostle in an ecclesia, you can't get the job done. You need the apostle, you need the pastor, you need the ecclesia church, you need a praying church, you need a faith church. When you've got that combination, you've got a seal team waiting to be aimed somewhere. Let me tell you, if I started to tell you and Pastor Justin started to tell you the kind of challenges we had getting here, the kind of challenges they've had before we got here, kind of warfare that's gone on to try and prevent this from happening, it will astonish you all the stuff that's happened. It will astonish you. Why do you think? Because God's birthing SEAL Team number seven. Right here, Fort Worth Crowley. Right here, right here, right here in Fort Worth Crowley. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And he's getting ready. He's got the apostle waiting to go anywhere he's got to be. He's going to go. He's got a whole group of people that say, Come, sir, you just tell us where we go. We got our guns, we got our bombs, we got our ninja skills. And we're ready to take some dudes out. <laughs> I really, I do feel like this, this thing that happened was really a, an indication of just how things work in the spirit. And I'm quitting in two minutes. But when that force arrived, that guy started to run. He didn't have, even though he had this big reputation, he didn't have what it took to, he didn't have what it took to take them on. When the might and the skilled and the trained warriors arrived, he dived under the ground and he started running. When he saw he had nowhere to go, he just blew himself up. Let me tell you, when light carriers, when messengers that are under proper authority, when the word of God is in your mouth constantly, you don't have to bind any devil, you don't have to go and take any devils on, you just show up with all of your training, you show up with all of your might, you show up with all of your authority, and the devil just blows himself up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So finally, I want to say, this is not about titles. This is about understanding God's fixed plan for the church. And it's about how the different gifts function together in unity so that everyone develops and matures together into sonship. Sonship being... So I'm going to put it very simply, and I'm going to say it this way, and then I'm going to hand over to Pastor Sharon. I go everywhere, I go ask this question. So what's the point of being a Christian? Huh? What's the point of being a Christian? The point of being a Christian is not so that you can not go to hell. That's a good reason. 
You shouldn't want to go to hell. But you didn't get born again just so that you could be saved from going to hell. You were born again so that you could become a son. A son is someone who is spiritual. So you were, became a Christian so you could become spiritual. You become the image of Christ on the earth. Christ-like. That's why they call us Christians. Right? So you weren't saved so you can just say, I'm not going to hell. I can live like I want, so at least I'm not going to hell. That's basically what the book of Galatians is all about. Don't live like that. But you're designed to be spiritual. You, so a spiritual person means you think, you talk, and you behave like Jesus. That's what a spiritual person is. So what's the point of being spiritual? Why become spiritual? Not you. You know the answer. Or you. You also know the answer. None of you are allowed to answer. What's the point of being spiritual? I mean, why do we have to go through all this nonsense of uh, getting rid of our old self so we can become some new self? Because only the spiritual Christian can bring what's in heaven to earth. It's not every Christian that knows what to bring from heaven to earth. Only the spirituals can do that. Because a spiritual person thinks like Jesus, talks like Jesus, behaves like Jesus. And so then when he hears the apostles call, Brother Jerry says, I'm going to Cuba, or I'm going here, I'm going there. Hey, Brother Jerry, I understand what's happening here. You're going to go and take some territory. You're taking a message. You're going to need some protection. You need some dudes to go with you. Not necessarily in the natural, but certainly in the spirit. We send heavy angels, heavy metal angels with you. What metal they take? They're carrying armor with them. And when you go preach there, Brother Jerry, our prayers make sure that they stand over you. And they surround you and protect you. And they energize you and inspire you. And the Holy Ghost rises up inside of you. And the apostolic gift that is yours begins to bring healings and miracles. And the things that you need to take territory for Jesus comes out of you. Guess what happens in your church next? Signs and wonders and miracles. And breakthroughs and areas in your personal lives that the enemies gain territory. It just blows up and you don't have a problem with it anymore. And all the kind of stuff that you've been struggling with and trying to get rid of. You don't have to worry about getting rid of it. It's like God just takes care of it. Come baby. Pastor Justin, I think we just called Heritage of Faith Forthwith Crowley SEAL Team 7. And we all go, hoo Yeah, SEAL Team 8 all on their own.
This is just a point here you didn't make, baby. I'm, I was waiting for it. You made all the magnificent points. But this point about the work of an apostle. An apostle provides passage from one spiritual dimension to another. An apostolic anointing literally takes a church to new levels in its spiritual growth that it could never reach apart from the apostle's anointing. When the word apostolos was applied to New Testament individuals, it referred to God-appointed ministers who were called to lead believers to spiritual heights and depths of revelation unattainable without the apostolic ministry. If a person or group of churches was connected to a particular apostle, they had access to spiritual truth they wouldn't have been able to obtain on their own. An apostle carries with him supernatural insights and revelation vital for the growth and the building up of the church. That's why I'm already in a new spiritual dimension because of the message of the new door. I'm already being transported into that spiritual realm. I was transported into the spirit. We were transported into the spiritual realm by your exodus has begun. And, and then every single word from that time onwards, 2014, breaking the year of the breaking loose, angelic manifestations. And then 2015, more and more, is this what this new season will bring for the God of glory is doing a new thing. Oh, my word. And then 2016 was, uh, uh, anyway, uh, that's why I keep a file because I read them and I keep them alive and active in me, all of them. That being and beyond, every word from ex- your exodus has begun has been and beyond for me. Hallelujah. And then 2017, the faithful will flourish and it will be like days of heaven on earth. And then the next year again was the faithful and days of glory and days of... Anyway, and then the next year was marvels and wonders. And extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God like has never been seen before in the earth. And now this one is and beyond too. And now it's the open door, lifting me up into realms of the spirit that would not have been available to me. Glory to God. I mean, and then we have Pastor John is 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 an apostle of the churches in South Africa. He has an apostolic anointing on him. Pastor Brother Jerry is his spiritual father over him, but he has revelations that he brings to us on the back of Brother Jerry's revelations, brings revelation, and it lifts our whole church up into new realms of the spirit that wouldn't have otherwise been attainable to us. Glory to God. I mean, when you heard me minister this morning on getting out of the realm of reason and relevance and reality and flipping out into the realm of redemption by revelation to have a revolution, that was one of the revelations that came from, from our, our South African apostle, from our revelations. I mean, we, we are walking, speaking, living in the, those spiritual realms. That would not, we have to have the law of recognition at work here. We have to have the law. It's not about titles. It's about Jesus. Jesus, when he rose, he gave gifts to men. 
He gave gifts to men. That's God's plan. It was Jesus' plan. Some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastor teachers for the maturing, the equipping of the saints to do the work of ministering towards building up Christ's body, to build, building, being that, becoming that ecclesia. It's not the highest calling because the highest calling is son of God. Because the whole of creation groans for the manifestation of the sons of God. Not for the manifestation of an apostle. Not for the manifestation of a prophet. But for the manifestation of the sons of God. But Jesus gave apostles and prophets. You don't become a son of God fully equipped without the fivefold ministry. We have to have an accurate spiritual recognition of what they therefore and draw from those gifts. And that's why. Prayer Connect is going to be so powerful in this church. Because you set up. You are set up. You are so perfectly positioned and poised to have most powerful ecclesia. Hallelujah. Glory. So now we are going to have a prayer meeting. We are going to have a prayer meeting. All right. So I need no distractions now. We're going to start with a prayer meeting. Glory to God. Um, uh, okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we are going to have a prayer meeting like we normally have. We're going to have an example of a prayer meeting. Do you have to do that? Sorry about that. Is this, you, you appointed him to do it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just, when I get focused like this for prayer now, then the walking around distracts me a little. Is that Okay. Does he, does he have to do it, Pastor Justin? I'm sorry, I didn't realize. I thought, okay, I get quite focused like this, you know. And so, if you're chewing gum, please swallow it. <laughs> Put your cell phone off. We're going to pray now. I'm sorry, young man, I didn't mean to be disrespectful, but I would love you to join into this prayer group now. Hallelujah. You know, if you go to Creflo Dollar's church. Okay, I won't go there. I will stay focused. All right. Especially when you put the gum under the chair. These beautiful chairs. Oh. <laughs> All right. We're going to rewind, delete. We're going to have a prayer meeting now. Glory to God. Like we have prayer meetings back home. And so if you don't mind, while we're praying, that I will bring some instruction, okay? And I'll, while we're doing it, and I'll say, now this is how we don't do it, you know. In fact, because when we come together to pray, we consider one another. We don't come to pray when we're corporate, like we pray in our own personal prayer time, Right? We consider one another. So we don't do all this walking around. This is us giving an example of how we do prayer meetings and how it's working powerfully for us. Glory to God. Actually, we don't. When the anointing rises and the anointing gets strong, we don't do any clapping. We don't do any clapping. Okay? And, and so... Uh, we, we listen 
and we hook up with our spirits and we tune in. We listen to one another. We listen to the prayer facilitator. Does that help you? And then if someone is praying for something, I don't pray and you don't pray in the spirit while they're praying in their understanding. What you're doing is you're listening because you're preferring them. You are listening to what they are praying. And in your spirit, you are getting into agreement and you are saying, amen. Yes, Lord, that request. Because your power of your agreement of your presence being here is felt in heaven. Even if you don't speak. Because you're saying, yes, amen, your force of your spirit is with, is with it, the force of your agreement. Because where two or three or even more on earth agree as touching anything, he makes that good. One puts a thousand, two puts 10,000 to flight, right? And so your power of agreement is so powerful. It's so powerful. And then when we all pray in the spirit together, this is how we teach our people. You must pray in the spirit about the topic as if yours was the only voice. Because Father God in heaven is hearing every spiritual language. You have to understand he's this being that hears every heavenly language. When we're praying for Brother Jerry or we're praying for the president and there's Eric praying and there's Nikki praying and there's Drew praying and, and there's, there's, there's Bryn praying and there's Pastor Justin and Annette praying and he hears all of it. And he, it's intelligible to him and you are addressing aspects that your mind can't even understand. And God will use your prayer and your voice and your sound to do that. Answer that like that. Let that understanding come there like that. Because you are praying appropriate words. It's clear, clean, powerful, pure speech, dignified, elevated discourse to God. Your spirit speaks to God in appropriate words. So that's why you don't pray in the spirit when we all pray in the spirit and say, what difference does my praying in the Holy Ghost makes? All the difference. There's no sound and utterance that can come about a matter like it comes from you. Like it comes from you. Even though we're all praying at the same time, there's a sound and the utterance that the Holy Ghost is giving and giving to you. Even though we're all praying together, he distinguishes all the sounds of all of his children's and he can absorb all of it at one time because he's God. And he interprets it all and he knows how to bring answers to everything. Doesn't that make a whole lot of difference to you? It makes a whole lot of difference to me. My voice is coming into the mix here of this thing we're praying about. It's, it's my voice and God's hearing it and my brother's voice sitting next to me and my sister's voice and we're all having elevated, dignified discourse to God about what topic we're praying about. Hallelujah. So when we keep that in mind, it's powerful. So now we're going to pray how we start off with prayer as if we were 
at our prayer meeting back home in Johannesburg. Right. How the Lord taught us to pray corporately. First of all, we pray for all leaders that are in authority. So I'm going to just do it like we would do it. Pastor Christy will most of the times facilitate the prayer meeting, but I'm in there a lot. Pastor John's in there sometimes, and Pastor Garth is back home doing the prayer facilitating. Okay, now we pray for, we're praying for the nation tonight, people. We pray for South Africa tonight. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says that I exhort first of all, that's why we do it first. Because the Bible says to do it first. That we will make prayer and intercession and giving thanks for kings, for all that are in authority. That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness. We lift up Pastor Cyril Ramaphosa tonight. Amen. President Cyril Ramaphosa tonight and we thank God for him. We thank God for him. Let's thank God for President Cyril Ramaphosa that God brought to us in South Africa. Hallelujah. Thank you for him, Lord. Thank you for him, Father. Thank you for what, for giving him to us, Lord, putting him in authority in our country. Thank you, Father, for using him in our country, Lord. Hallelujah. To make things right, Father. Thank you for putting him in authority at this time, Father. Thank you that you took the unrighteous out and you put the righteous one in, Lord. Hallelujah. And we are so grateful for it, Father. And we praise you for him. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory. Father, and you know what's on his plate. You know what's on his plate. There's many things of state, national, international importance on his plate. You know what sets, is set before him. That's what we do a lot. Because when I pray for my president, I see all the things that he has to decide, all the decisions he has to make. And so we do that. And now let's pray. Let's pray together in the spirit. Because this is what I see. You're going to be praying for an aspect what's on his plate. You're going to be praying all these aspects. We don't know what they are. We don't need to know what they are. God knows. That's what spirit gives utterance. We're going to pray for different aspects of the things that are on his plate, on his desk, things that he has to do that are vital for our country, decisions that he's going to, got to make. Book of Proverbs says divinely directed decisions, and we use that, are upon the lips of President Cyril Ramaphosa, and his mouth will not err in judgment, Father. Thank you, Father, that you surround him with men and women that are helping him to make the right decisions. Father, we ask you to remove all those men and women that are in it for themselves, Lord. They don't have our country's best interests at heart, Father. You know who they are. We're not saying who they are, but you know who they are. And we ask you, Father, according to Daniel chapter 2, to remove them. Remove them. Remove them, Lord. Remove them from office and put righteous men and women in office that will speak righteously to him and help him in the right way, Father. We ask that you will preserve him from actively malicious, wicked men, Father, in opposition parties that are trying to crowd the whole atmosphere with their words, Lord. We come against that today in the name of Jesus. We come against that today, Father. We contend for that in our nation in Jesus' name. Now let's pray for the things on his plate. President Cyril Ramaphosa's plate. Sikrebepa. Shebresema. Shebrestebakaru. Ekrestefreba. Enyene. Enyene aprotelo. Yentecreste kuterifa kureprepetalatusheni. Nentre terushke peravatule pele karakushene de barabuteki. 
Yemene pratu pe paru me pratu. Ente prisha mute pere prapasule pele karashu. Yes sete krasa nute pere prapasule ketika. Sheneste karasute pere varasure bretika. Shakrusenishka, sakrusheniska, shakrus ekre 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 di. Halala lukere beselefa, shune menebe daba, shune menebe daba, shune menebe daba du gudush ekre varabrose bere barakitu. Ye prepesa erebeda, ye nunuke, ye nunuke neke rasa tu refreshe dere basa. Oh brebereba, oh brebereba, oh brebereba kushuke rese defre para sefrede. Yanata katalo, yanata katalo, ooh, lemenema, lemenema, lemenema. You just get your tongue hooked up with the Holy Spirit. Let Him give you the utterance. Lebrebebaku yene, 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 ano mogre. Yene, yene, agro, magro, mone. Enemenia, nomenia, 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 nomenia. Oh, namanaga. Oh, namanaga. Oh, namanaga. Ya, 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 ya. Oh, lebrese. Now we thank you, Father. Oh, we praise you. We praise you, Father. We praise you. We believe we receive answers to all of these prayers, Father. All of these prayers that have gone right in your ears, Father. Straight to you, Father. In Jesus' name, Father. And Father, now tonight we pray for President Donald Trump. And we thank you for him tonight, Lord. We thank you and we praise you for him, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you for our president, Lord. We are not part of those people that speak about our president. We speak to you. We speak to you for him, Lord. We do not speak about him, Father. In the same way we do not speak about South Africa. She's spoken for by Jesus. The nations belong to Jesus in Psalm 2. And this nation belongs to Jesus. Hallelujah. So we do not speak about this nation of America. We, she's spoken for and we speak to you. So let our spirit speak to you. We let our spirit speak to you. We have no opinion of our own, Father. We do not cancel out our prayers of faith with silly words, with foolish, natural, polluted language, Lord. No, Father, we pray for President Donald Trump tonight and the things he must do for you, the things he must accomplish for you, Father. Hallelujah. And we ask the same things for him tonight. We ask the same things for him tonight. Will you ask for something for President Donald Trump? Please, Pastor, Pastor John. Praise you, Lord. I thank you, Father, that he has the strength and you have caused him and will cause him to be strengthened. Strengthened in his soul, strengthened in his assignment, strengthened in his mandate to get everything done that you need him to get done for this nation to flourish, for this nation to continue to prosper, for this nation to occupy areas that need to be occupied in the realm of the spirit. Father, we thank you that he is, is a messenger on, on your behalf to reverse laws that have been put into place that need to be reversed and to put new laws into place that need to be put into place, Father. 
And we thank you that you put wise counsel around him. And you let his ears hear the wise counsel. You let his heart receive the wise counsel, Father. Those that are not just going to speak their own opinions, but those that will speak the words of God. And I thank you, Lord, that you put words into the mouths of even unsuspecting ones that will speak on your behalf into his ears, that he will hear what he needs to hear so that America can flourish. America can be strong. America has a whole lot of harvest coming to America because of the missionaries they've sent around the world, Father. And we call on that harvest to come back right now into this nation, right now, Father. A great harvest growing up for us stable, strong political realm, a stable, strong economic realm, a stable, strong military arm, Father, in the name of Jesus, a strong church in this nation, a strong ecclesia in this nation, Father. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, Father, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not about a political party. It's about your will, God. It's not about a political party. It's about your will, Lord. It's about your will being done on earth in America as it is in heaven. And we declare that. Let your kingdom come on earth in America as it is in heaven. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. And now we pray in the Spirit, Lord. And we purpose tonight to not be participants with people that speak foolish words. They do not know you. They do not know you. They don't know any better. We will not be found participating in those conversations, Lord, because we pray like this. And we pray in the Holy Ghost, Father. And we say for President Donald Trump, Bregetusha. Bregetusha Magradi, Bregetusha Magradi, and Eliga Burebegreva, Eske Centre Tufre Brekta Kishkata, Ele Kruva, Yeske Brendeba, Le Credundeba, Lene Manakude Berevisha Baraguteba, Lene Marabisha Borevende Baragitaba, Yola, Yola, Ende Bragita Patukte Fereshkepa, Ye Perepala Ture Prevesilaka. Yo no kotereka, ya no kotereka, ye kereksu, ye keresu, ye keresureki, ya marakuteri, she prefe apra nute prana nushke praska ture chefre brada gude nebrasta gud, magrogut, magragut, madragut, matragut, matragut, antu breste kerekandradu, she crevere braba dure breve daraku, she stebanta duvre breve dasagut, mantagut, antagut, entrevishka bore breve she, she cinematica tapotepe, na cinema sicata potepe, a cinema nista da sete poteke, and a manica. Catatore prefesse luteke, and then no she prende baro. Oh, ya, lubrendu, lubrendu, lubrendu. Yes, le pere prapasule pere ketela. Yo shola, yo shola, yo shola. Ya, ya, yo shola. Hola, hola. Do you remember earlier on when I said, will, will you be baptized and speak in tongues when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit? Yes, you will, but you do an awful lot more than that. You will pray and have with the soul of Jesus. How do you think the soul of Jesus prays for President Donald Trump? 
Il rason te crée. Il ne peut pas faire de faire de se Il ne peut pas faire in Brufatila, you see, it crosses all culture, it crosses all races, it crosses all agendas, it crosses, it crosses all, it bypasses all of that, so that we don't have to have a care in the world, because that's how we've prayed for our president, the president Donald Trump. Hallelujah. <sighs> Glory to God. Now, Father, we're praying for Brother Jerry. All right, that's the next thing we do. We pray for Brother Jerry in our prayer meetings back home. Father, now, um, Pastor Christy, won't you come and facilitate this part of the prayer meeting for Brother Jerry, as you always do? Can we somehow combine Pastor Shay and the way we pray for him personally? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Father, what a privilege to lift up Brother Jerry tonight. And we say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. What a gift unto gifts. Oh, we celebrate him tonight, Lord. So we lift up Brother Jerry tonight, Lord, for everything personal in his life, going through this new door and the direction for him as an apostle before God. So, Father, we come to ask you, for your wisdom and your will for his life. And Lord, what a privilege tonight to come to lay the tracks for him, Father, as he's stepping up and into and going through the new doors that you have for him, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, we add tonight for the direction, Lord, that you are taking him in right now. Oh, Lord, it's the more and the more. It's the greater, Lord, the greater that you have for him now, Father. So, Lord, we're going to press in a content tonight with great faith. Not just praying words, but we are praying and we're coming with faith tonight for him. Lord, what you have for him right now, Lord, right now. So, Holy Spirit, thank you for helping us to pray like we ought to pray for Brother Jerry right now. So in the name of Jesus, we all say, Ona passe, ole passe, ne kalushte kedaka, o padikastiko, o manikalisto kolo kote sika lata, o la padisto, o la kadri indukoste, en o di kalindra anto, masha kundabe, masha mate mati saka, o le katikata, o le ka indo, o le ka istro onde kandista kato, molake, mesado, mostree, mens tu kolaba, mens ti kendo koste, mens ti kalagra ashto kolaba, tropate, trostake, trona kendo koste, tropatista kalo, trona indo koste, en trosta kalagato gotaba, opate, ostake, ma, mono, mane, sika, laka, ando kolobla besto, Ando coloma tiste kendaba, o da blesse tu mata, onde cale en de calindo, en de calacho codabe, tro patisto colaba, tro, 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 en de sicota, en de canigota, en de, en de, en de calisto cola, blessed to cola. Praise you, Lord. And we say thank you, Lord. 
praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord Jesus. We give you glory tonight, Lord, for his life and calling. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. And then when we've prayed for Brother Jerry, after that we pray for Pastor John, but we'll move from that, Pastor John, because we had an, we pray for Pastor Justin. We pray for Pastor Justin and Annette. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Uh, Pastor Christy, will you do this part too, please? Did you spit your chewing gum out? <laughs> My mint. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we come to pray for Pastor Justin and Annette, Lord. And we give you all the glory tonight. Father, we celebrate what you've already done. But now we expect you to do the greater. The greater, Lord. We lift up Pastor Justin and Annette. And Lord, thank you for your grace for them in this place. Oh, Father, we ask you for your will for them, and we pray in the spirit for them right now. And we all say, El ablakato moshete moyakate yosekata yoka ishtu yuka mato yosta ato in oblesindu kuluma tre indakasta o tra indake. Odra ishto, your more and more, Lord, for them. The more and the more and the greater. Alo koshende kilaka, alo groteste, alakanisto en akabesto. Bropate kulaba, tropadisto, tropadako, ole pleste kulama to moshte mendakitaba. Atrepatigo, atrebaseto, alema indo koshte balika ato konde bleste kundaba. Mantikalako tumata. Hado koste, hado kolinda, hado kolustra ma no blosheta kindu plata, ashote kindaka, yo to she kita ma, ya to one kita ma, yo padishote kita ma, tona shakato, tona makito, tona kriindu koshenda bla ato kota bashto, 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 olebre indakashto, ola, ondre, ende, ensta, ando kolumate, Endre enda kushte, enda enda. Oh, and Father, thank you for your accelerative power, Lord, in what they've got to do right now in this place, Lord. Your accelerative power, Lord, in everything that you've got for them right now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, glory, glory. And then sometimes we will ask individuals to make special requests. And we will ask people that we know that are planted, that are going to pray for Pastor Justin and Annette according to God's word, you know. And um, so, the, or we'll, or that are going to pray according to God's word when it comes to praying in the understanding, right? Because we don't want people that don't know quite how to make requests yet to 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 come and ask something that's not in line with God's word. Like we pray for our president, Lord, please can you take him from office or just cause something bad to happen to him? I mean, we had a president before this that if we had to pray our emotions, we'd say, just take him out, Lord. He's running this country into the ground, the greed and the corruption, but we didn't do that because that is emotional praying. We said, Lord, we lift up this president that is in power at the moment. 
And we say, Greste kavru prente bakrudu. E shevre nusta kutre pravano. Peshkiba. Peshkiba. We contend for the government of heaven to be in the earth, in this nation, Father. We contend for righteousness. We thank you that you expose all of the hidden agendas and the hidden motives. Thank you, Father. We're not saying names. We're saying you remove everybody from office that is hurtful and harmful to what you have for our nation, Father. We're not, okay? But actually our motions wanted to say, just take him out. Yo. We were, we, were, we were hoping that was part of, you know, the plan. Anyway, but God was much smarter than that. Much smarter than that, right. So somebody to make request, somebody to make request for Pastor Justin and Annette. Make request for Pastor Justin and Annette. Make request to the Father in your understanding. Yes. Father God, I thank you that they're strengthened with your might by your spirit and their inner man. They will continue to be sensitive to your leading and your guiding in every aspect of their personal life as well as this church. That you will remove distractions from them that the enemy has placed to keep them from being everything that you have created them to be in this time and in this moment. I thank you that wisdom, revelation, and knowledge will go to a new height, a new level in every aspect of their life, especially in the aspect of the ministry that you've called them to, to be what you've created them to be. Isn't that beautiful? That you can actually listen to a beautiful prayer like this and not be doing something else, praying in the spirit while he's doing this beautiful request before God where you can, your ear can listen. You know what you're doing? You're enlarging your own capacity when you do that. I'm listening. And so just sometimes, most of the times we're doing our praying in the spirit on our own, but that was such a beautiful prayer. Could you now pray in the spirit just your heavenly language and make request to God. Let your spirit speak for Pastor Justin and Annette. Indo e seko mwana nike imbonana e tetebo ona shike olalala mashopo itendengoma ata eshimbo andalamo ingamo e kingomba Ata tite ingomo atata eshebuanda indalolo ondi kikamo ate ishombo a rohota ingama ote kikumo a ishambo ochotobo ite ekemonani eshimboandi eshimbaanda oraba hambati eshengo monati eshengo ondo ite eti Ambo ike embo anda ikambo oti tindebo ishan dibe e umbata indeba o hahande he hembo hata ashobo inge kepo a hahatata eshimbo atarama umbatike ikambo 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 itambo eshebo ombo ambo 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 Isn't that beautiful, a holy language, a holy heavenly language? And that's why the Lord just has me do that sometimes. 
um, Pastor Justin. So we can keep our holy awe of the heavenly language. 90% of the time we all pray together in the spirit. But every now and again, the Lord will just lead and say, will you just let your spirit speak to God about that? And it's like a blanket of God's spirit comes over us. Because it's spirit to spirit. Spirit to spirit. Oh, hallelujah. And we know that it's so pure and so clean and so clear and so immediately intelligible to God. Now we're going to pray for the people. Then we move on. We pray for our nation, our our national leaders, our spiritual leaders. And then we pray for the people of heritage of faith. Right. We're going to pray now for the people of heritage of faith. And so, Father... Tonight, we want to pray for the Heritage of Faith Crowley people, especially about the new door. We want them all to get it, Lord. We really want them all to get it. So I know that if Pastor Justin was standing here, he'd be praying like I am. But we just... He'd be saying, Lord, when it comes to this part, there'll be various things that the God will lay on Pastor Justin's heart, who whoever he is raising up to be a prayer facilitator here, this is how your prayer meetings will possibly go, is how we're doing it now. And he will say, Father, this word, because Brother Jerry has taught about take the word praying. Take the prophetic word praying. So, Father, so when you all come to prayer meeting, you're praying for yourself too, as well as for others. You're praying for the whole body to get this word. Isn't that wonderful? So you may be praying for somebody else, but somebody else is praying for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so together we open up in the realm of the spirit about the new door. What's it going to look like for my brother and my sister and all of us together? Because we want to go through the new door together. I don't want to go through a new door with the Holy Spirit and you not. I want you coming with me. Let's go through the new door together. Because God's looking for a people to go together. Not just one or two. Not just a person. So that oh, I went through the new door. Well, we all didn't. No, we all went through together. Hallelujah. So, Father, 2020, we have had a jump start on it, Lord. And we pray according to Ephesians, Lord, that we pray, Ephesians 1, 17 and 18, that the Father of glory may grant every heritage of faith person a spirit of wisdom and revelation of knowledge of you by having the eyes of our hearts flooded with light. All of our hearts are going to be flooded with light about 2020 and supernatural increase coming to us because we're faithful. Hallelujah. And so when we pray for everybody, we will even cause those that are not faithful to come into faithfulness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 And where I'm only a little faithful, I'm going to become more faithful because we pray for one another. Because we desire that for each other. I want you and you want me. Go through the open door together. Hallelujah. Pray for me. I pray for you. Glory, glory, glory. The Father, the, so that by having the eyes of our heart flooded with light, so that we can know and understand the new door, Lord. Hallelujah. And we ask, Father, that we'd, we would have all insight into all of the things you are saying to us right now, Father.
Glory, glory, glory. And we continue to pray for Heritage Crowley people. that they are, We are a people that continue steadfastly in all that we receive from our pastors. We receive the messages. We welcome them into our hearts. And we sow them into our hearts. And it exercises its power in our lives. Oh, Father, 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 Father. But Pastor Justin, do you also want to just pray? You want to just pray? Or you think that was good? You want to pray for the heritage of faith people? Yes, come. Hallelujah. In line with this. Glory. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, Father, I just thank you that our eyes are open. I thank you as a church body. I thank you that we have eyes to see and ears to hear. Father, I thank you that the things that we may not see in our natural eyes, I thank you that we are seeing with our spiritual eyes. I thank you that we're coming up in understanding. We're coming up in revelation. Oh, Father, I thank you, Lord, that every single person, a part of Heritage of Faith Crowley and Heritage of Faith South Africa, that, Father, that we are stepping into this new door with Dr. Savell. We're stepping into, we're stepping into things we never thought we could walk in in the natural. We're stepping into the things that you've ordained from the foundation of the earth. You're setting up relationship. You're setting up opportunities. You're setting up places and positions of promotion. You're setting up divine encounters for all the people, Father, of Heritage of Faith. I thank you. We're stepping into new doors. Doors, stepping in new doors. And as we're faithful to step through those new doors, I thank you that supernatural increase, supernatural increase, 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 increase in revelation, increase in finances, increase, 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 increase. I thank you, Father, as we step in and step on that steady rock of faithfulness. I thank you that everything around us is increasing. Everything is around us is increasing. Hallelujah. Everything is increasing, increasing, increasing on the right hand and the left, increasing, increase. Our children are increasing. Our grandchildren are increasing. Hallelujah. Increasing, increase. Hallelujah. Increasing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you for increase as we step into these new doors. Hallelujah. These new opportunities. Hallelujah. We thank you for it. Hallelujah. We thank you for it. Hallelujah. And now, Pastor Justin, I'm only doing this by way of instruction. To me, it's so real that inside of him is a Holy Spirit. His spirit is holy because it's recreated. And then in him too is the Holy Spirit that's going to give him utterance for me. I just want to hear that. Because he included Heritage of Faith South Africa. Ah, just because I love it. I would want to hear him, his spirit speak to the Father for that which he has asked. Hallelujah. 
Cristo, Rapake, Nindo Ramande Listo, Bronde Lama, Doshe Kinda, Dito Rosta, Broga Dele Monde Rica, Dosha, Eteke, Mosate, Ito Romo, Mojege, Nisho, Nosho, Nondela, Nondela, Nondela Moke, Nitora, Ishonge Nikito, Noshela Monde, Bradida Bocatida, Brotele de Moshende, Dorocoda, Icoramande, Iconele Shinde, Dorate de Kisho, Colende, Nigora, Etosha Rabaya, Yakoshetele, Disto Ramaya, Yekoya, De Shoronde, De Lekindo Rosta, Esto Brosta, Ki, Ki non doya, Yakoshete, Ete, O Shamandele Ki. Ah, thank you, Father. Mm. Isn't it wonderful for you to listen to a shepherd spirit man speak for you to God and hear what God hears when he speaks? And you tempted me too. I'm tempted to go with him. But I'm restraining myself because I want to hear his spirit speak because I love it. Isn't it powerful? You just know it's in God Father's ears. It's in his heart already. Answers are on the way. Don't you sense that because of the way that we are instructing you, that you are automatically looking into your spirit to hook up your spirit with what he's saying. So you're not sitting there with your mind wondering. It's like I'm engaged with his prayer time. Your faith is connected to his spirit that's praying by the Holy Spirit. And you're receiving everything by faith that he's praying. Didn't you feel that? Hallelujah. I think I do declare you are all becoming a really great prayer team already. It's already here, Sharon. It's already here. God's done a quick work here. I want us to just join with Pastor Justin's prayer and just begin to thank God for the results. Thank God for the results that we have prayed here tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus, for answered prayers. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Revelation of the new open doors. Hallelujah. Mysteries and insights. Glory to Jesus. And one of the things Charles Finney says is it's not a prophesying meeting. Oh, Kenneth Hagen said it. Most prayer meetings turn out to be prophesying meetings because everybody says, I see, I see, I have a prophecy, I know, I know. When we pray here, we don't look to see. We look to say. <laughs> we look to say. You can look to see in your private time, but these answers are going to come so that pastor can look to see. Because the answer's got to come to him. Glory to God. Isn't that wonderful? 
That's a very good point, Sharon, because if you're hooking up your faith to get the answer prayer, you're not looking to see what you can see so that you can contribute what you see. You're looking to say. You're looking to hook up with what is being said, and your faith is hooking up with what is being said so that when you hook it up, it comes to pass. Now, if God gives you something that you see, write it down, go and pray about it by yourself. Because the corporate prayer meeting is for the corporate ecclesia to do its business. This is for governing. This is for changing. This is for altering momentum. This is for sending out apostles, for praying for pastors, for, for the change that must come in your world so that you can rise up and become the powerful spiritual believer that you're supposed to be, sons of the Most High God. This is how you become that. All God requires, it's actually more than enough for him, is for you just to be releasing your personal spiritual energy by the Holy Spirit out your mouth. It's, it, it's all he needs to answer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you get something out of this prayer meeting time? I mean, I mean, look at this. An hour and 20 minutes has gone by and you don't even know it's gone by. What's boring about this? There's no boring about this. No, because when you're in legislative governing authority mode and getting things done in the spirit, it's like, let's get this done. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And let's move on to that. The spirit's moving here. The Holy Ghost's moving there. Let's use this person. There's anointing on here. There's a fire. And before you know it, wow, it's time to go home. Oh, no. Oh, no. Want to stay a bit longer. Pray a bit longer. No, you must go home. Take this anointing home with you so you come back with the anointing next time. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Now, we're going to do something now that under normal circumstances we wouldn't do, but uh, we have this wonderful team of people, prayers, committed disciples of the Lord Jesus that are with us. And God orchestrated them for us to be here at this time. So I want all of them to come and stand up here with me on the stage, please, all of you. Except Matthew, he can take a picture. <laughs> Matthew, get someone else to take a picture. Come and join us, too. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. I am more thankful and grateful than you can imagine, both Pastor Sharon and I, for the opportunity to come minister to you. We are grateful and thankful that Pastor Justin and Annette came to South Africa to build relationship with us and see what we do and wanted us here anyway. You know, they could have got a fright and run away and say, those guys are all crazy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Justin and Annette, for loving us and loving believing in us and, yeah. and allowing yeah. our gifts and callings in our ministry to come to Fort Worth and to, to help you. And so we want to just, we want to bless you as a whole group of people. We want to bless you for your hospitality. We want to bless you for your kindness and your love that you've shown towards us. We want to bless you into your new season of bringing a praying church, a house of prayer. A properly orchestrated, properly ordered, properly functioned house of prayer. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is this okay if we do this, Pastor Justin? 
Hallelujah. Just stretch your hands out. And Father, we say thank you for this body, this group of people that you have raised up supernaturally. And I thank you, Lord, that they have put themselves in a place where they say, we will pray. We will come and pray. We will make ourselves available to pray. And so now, Lord, we declare that the spirit of prayer falls upon them. Spirit of prayer rises up inside of them. I thank you, Lord, that words of authority begin to flow out of their mouth. I thank you, Lord, that the results will come quickly and they will have movement quickly, Father. That they will open and walk through a new door. That they will walk through new doors that will bring increase upon increase upon increase, Father. This is a new season for them, right here. And we thank you, Lord, that you strengthen them, you raise them up, and they will become a light in the darkness, and they will shine for Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that they become a mighty, a mighty force of words that will support Brother Jerry, that will underpin what he does as an apostle, that they will support the work of this local church with Pastor Justin and Annette, and that this work will grow from strength to strength because a properly constituted house of prayer is now in session in Jesus' name. It's now in session in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you all. Thank you. You want us to stay here? No, no, we're done. We're done. Rick and Cassie, Eric and Nikki, Joseph and Charlene, Phil and Diane, you come up here. Hallelujah, Nat. Thank you, Father. And you all stand up as well. Hallelujah. For our executive team and, and all our people behind us, we want to bless you. And not just you, but all, because you are, we are, we're not separate churches, we're family, we're, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah, everybody set your hands towards them, Father, we just thank you for this divine connection, connection in the spirit, connection in the natural, I thank you for such a time as this, you have birthed this, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that as churches, I thank you that, that as Apostle Paul prayed, I, I, I travail in spirit that Christ be formed in you. So, Father, I thank you that, that, that the picture and the image of Christ, the head of the church, is, is continuing to be conformed in our bodies and growing in our bodies. And, Father, we speak for blessing over this house in South Africa. In Lanasia, in Whitbank, and in Johannesburg, we speak life over their churches. We speak dominion over their churches. I thank you that they're taking territory. They're taking land. They're taking, they're, they're possessing buildings. They're possessing resources. Thank you, Father. They're possessing wisdom. Hallelujah. To go into all the nations throughout Africa that you have ordered them, Father. Hallelujah. In Zambia, in Ethiopia, and all, in Malawi, and all those areas. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that it is going to, this, this new door 
door is going to resonate. It's going to resonate in Heritage of Faith, South Africa. It's going to resonate and it's going to increase. It is going to abound. And this is going to be a year like no other in all the Heritage of Faith churches. I thank you that great grace is upon our body. Great grace is upon our churches. Great grace is upon every leadership. Great grace is upon every head of department. Grace, grace is upon our internet and live stream and in TBN tapings, Father. We thank you that great things are happening in today, in this season, because new doors have sprung open and we have stepped through. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Father, I thank you for every person that came with Pastor John and Sharon. They have given of their own resources to be here on their holiday. Father, I thank you that they would receive a hundredfold now and this time to be a part of this, Lord, to to sow the seed of travel and to, to get here in their finances. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that we call them blessed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. <laughs> now you're just you're you're almost dismissed. Now I think the the question is is now when are we going to start this? Is right? Is that, is that kind of like everybody's mind? Well, when and this is what Annette, Annette said. She goes, "Well, when we know, you'll know." <laughs> so the thing is, it's not just a hey, we're going to just just. It's just having because this is there's things that we have to change within schedules. There's things that we have to adjust, and there's things because because we know this is God's direction and this is God's design. And so now it's it's no you know when you hear from God, it's you need to know we need to know the what, the why. You need to know the what. You need to know the, the how, and then you need to know the when. And all those things are, are key. And so you continue to pray for Annette and I and our, in, 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 in us to hear from God on how we need to orchestrate this, okay? Because this is something that we're stepping into. And, but we, we want to hear from God and not just say, hey, we're just going to do it on this night, or we're just going to do it here, or we're just going to do it then. No, we want, we want God ideas. Amen? Amen? And every step, starting in March, this has been a step-by-step thing. Um, even how we, with the leadership changes, with the executive team. So these have been step by th- step. The Lord is directing us. And, and, but it's going to be good. It's, it's going to be God. It's going to be God. Now you're dismissed. Love you. <laughs>